0: Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you, those of you that work so hard for your money, and you're now ready for your money to start working harder for you today. Why? Because you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You want your money to actually work hard so that you can stop doing that. And most importantly, so you can be with those that you love doing what you love. But I know it's not just about getting rich, is it? It's about living a rich life because as you're blessed financially, You have the greater ability and greater resources to bless the lives of those around you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Thank you for tuning into our show and allowing me to create a ripple effect through you as you guys have been binging, you've been sharing this with others, and honestly, guys, like just hearing from you and and even being able to talk with some of you lately that have been following this podcast, some of you for years, and really getting to the heart of the matter of what you really desire and hope for That inspires me to keep on going. So thank you so much for tuning in. Please let me know how we can keep serving you today. As a reminder, speaking of serving you, if you haven't done so already, go to our website, check out some great free resources that we have, including we've got an infinite banking type of course that's there, like a video that actually talks about how to get your money to pay you twice with your investing. So if you have goals to be able to get out of the rat race sooner, why not see if you can shave off a few more years by doing it even more creatively that way? go check out that video right now hey how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow passive income from making at least double digit returns on your money and get this it's only a thousand dollars or more that you need to invest guys that's exactly what secured investment corp does they actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually return double-digit returns on. At, that means 10% or better. It's also IRA-friendly, and you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money, too. So guys, if you want to learn more about that, go check out securedinvestmentcorp.com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. All right, guys. So I've, I've been thinking a lot lately, and I've been trying to find the right, I don't know if it's the right words, the right topic, I really want to talk about, like, what does it take for you to overcome scarcity? How can you choose abundance and overcome scarcity, especially when it gets harder and harder to choose abundance? And it, of course, took one of our clients, uh, you know, he he knows who he is because I just told him that he inspired me to want to share this video. But he had reached out. He said, Chris, okay, here's the deal. We're out of the rat race. And then we started to realize that our expenses are maybe higher than we thought they were. And our passive income went down for a few months for a bit. And so now we're seeing that we're actually using up savings. He said, Chris, honestly, I, I just had to bite the bullet. I feel guilty about it. I feel horrible about it. And so here I am, you know, what, what should I do? Should I start tracking my money again? And, and I said, well, yeah, you should. In fact, that's what we should all be doing. But here's the thing that's important. As I told him, I said, stop feeling shame for this. This the, you're just doing something that is natural for humans The problem is this, is that you guys got like Ramit Sethi, you got like Dave Ramsey, and you got all these people out there. And even Dave Ramsey's little cronies, right? They're all like judging you. They're putting tons of shame on you, telling you're an idiot and all this kind of stuff. And the truth is, is that you're just as human as those idiots are. Yeah, I just said it. I know. I call them idiots. The truth is, is that they're smart people and so are you. I actually really believe that humans are smarter than most people give credit for. You're capable of so much more in your life. And you know that. For for us to beat you over the head to say, hey, you know what? You just did it wrong. Well, welcome to the human club. No one person's perfect. I'm not perfect either. You know, and so for him to say, hey, I feel bad, you know, maybe I should start using that cash flow optimizer and tracking my money again. I said, Yeah, do it. And in fact, and that's what I learned to do. And I told him, I said, I'm not coming from a place of judgment because I did the same thing you did. Because when money is so abundant and it's coming in, it's like air. You don't really count the number of breaths you take. Well, unless I mentioned this, now you might start thinking about how many breaths you're taking right now. But you really don't worry about how many breaths you take because there's so much air. When you worry about your breaths and how much oxygen there is, when there's not enough of it, right? When there's a scarcity of it or a perceived scarcity of it, that is when you start to count your breaths. Same thing with money. And so when things are abundant and things are great, perfect time to get in the habit of always tracking your money. But sometimes it takes life to slap us in the face and remind us what we should be doing. And, and I told him, I said, you you probably had other life circumstances coming coming in that took priority, took you out of that habit of doing that because he was doing it before. I said, just get back to it. Just start doing it again. And in fact, who knows? Maybe you'll find an extra few thousand dollars a month or more to help kind of stop the bleeding a little bit. And what here's the best part is that if we reframe this, you know, instead of him saying, oh, I'm falling short a little bit and I'm starting to use my savings, reframe it and say, well, what if I were to get my... A, my expenses and my life under control again. And then as my passive income does go back up, which it's inevitably going to do for him anyways, as it swings back up again into this next season, he's going to say, oh, wow, I, w- I was okay before, but now I'm really okay. Now I've got extra, let's keep reinvesting and keep building up that passive income more so that I'm now able to fight inflation with that with that income that's coming in right now. That That's the way I would reframe it. And so I want to talk to you because y- you might be dealing with your own struggles right now. And I've had other clients, some of them coming in saying, hey, you know, this isn't working for me fast enough. I wish it were faster. But if they were to really step back and look at the grand scheme of things, they'd realize they're moving pretty darn fast, you know, just because, you know, you hyper focus, like you, it's like you're trying to watch grass grow sometimes, right? Especially when you're trying to watch your money, your passive income, sometimes if you're just staring at it, you're not going to see any progress. It takes you to step a moment to step back. And really look at the situation to to realize that you're progressing probably much better than you realized so just know that sometimes scarcity creeps in sometimes you worry especially if you have the news on and everything else or you're listening to other people and their scarcity scarcity will breed scarcity so one of the best things you can do is to remove yourself from the situation that keeps breeding scarcity i would focus on three things three things that you could do right now to help you get out of scarcity today number one is gratitude Number two, predict a brighter future. And then number three is patience. So let's talk about first that gratitude, right? What does it really mean to have gratitude? Now, I first really, this kind of hit home for me. I remember going through some of the worst times, especially during the last recession, right? I was over a million dollars in debt. I was short 15,000 a month. I was sinking horribly. And I was supposed to be the financial guy that had it all figured out. Yet here I was, a complete hypocrite, (laughs) someone who's broke, trying to help other people not be broke. And as I was going through that, I remember thinking, you know what, let's just do a prayer of gratitude. And so I'd pray to God each morning, and I'd usually do it like after my workout's done, especially when I'm all, you know, beat up from the workout, you know, and just I'm I'm panting and breathing. Then I'll just do that and start counting my blessings. I would count like all the things I'm grateful for, even if it seemed like a lack, and even the things I'm grateful for that maybe haven't happened yet. You know, really being grateful for the doors that I knew God was opening up, even if I couldn't see them at that moment. So just being grateful, grateful for my own body that could breathe. I remember reading Donald Trump's book back then called Never Give Up. And and that's actually one of his better books that I like because he's not, he talks about some of his failures, but how he's able to turn them around. And he would talk about if there's 20 negative things, he'd focus on the one positive. And I think that's a great habit to develop to focus on the good. There's always so much negative. And the truth is when you look at a situation, the truth is you don't really know what truth is anyways. Do you know what I mean? What I mean is this is that you might look at a situation in your life and you'll interpret it one way. So just think of like my client where he said, Oh, it's horrible. I've I've, you know, now we're starting to dip into savings because I haven't been tracking my money. I look at it as cool. You're not tracking your money. Start tracking it. Now, granted, I'm not as emotionally invested in that situation as he is. That's why sometimes it's good to have mentors or other people you can bounce these ideas off of to give you a different outside perspective versus one that, where you're emotionally tied in. This is why, you know, when I want to work on marriage stuff, I don't just try to work on marriage stuff myself. I look for outside help. I look for somebody who can give me a different perspective. I know some of you might be thinking, oh, I wish my spouse would get a different perspective, right? Hey, it works both ways. And so, getting that outside perspective sometimes helps. Because for me, I just said, "Well, here's what it is: you stop tracking, start tracking today. Why? Why whine and moan about it, right? Like, why get feel all this shame and guilt? It doesn't do you any good. Just do it now, and stop looking in the past at what you've done wrong. And trust me, easier said than done. Because I've done this too. Okay, um, I'll tell you one one act of sca- one act of scarcity. I don't know if that's a thing or not, but uh, one scarcity moment I had was." Actually, for the first time buying my house after the recession. Uh, this was in 2018 or th- 17 or 18, whenever it was. I had been renting homes up to that point. I destroyed my credit, right? My credit went, went down to a 510 in 2010. That's how bad my credit was. So getting a house was not easy, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you have bad credit. Well, once it got past that really that, you know, seven year period, give or take, from really having some bad lates and things like that, I start to, you know, we found a house that we wanted to buy. And you know, making the offer, I was excited, I was happy, I was feeling hopeful. And then all of a sudden, midway into the financing process, I start to freak out. Why? Because the house that I was buying was this, almost the same exact price as the house that I lost in the last recession. It was over $600,000. That was the same price of house that I bought in the la- before the last recession. And I lost to foreclosure you know and in just a matter of moments I had to get kicked, I got kicked out of the house I had to go find a place to rent within two weeks while my fourth child was being born you know um so it was a stressful time and so I started almost hyperventilating and having anxiety about it all and it took my wife to say what are you freaking out about I said well this is the same price of the house that I lost okay and well I mean what, what if I can't make the payments like what if something goes wrong like what if I can't do that I don't know what I'm going to do because up to that point, I really haven't got much debt. Right. I had to pay off all my debt, not get more debt. And so I'm like, what if I can't make payments? And she said, well, what was your situation like back then? I said, well, I mean, it was decent, but then I cut off a bunch of income streams to go start a new company. Then that company was going under. There's a lot of things wrong. I Had some savings, but probably not enough. She said, well, do we have enough savings? I said, well, yeah, we've got a decent amount of savings now. Okay. Chris, pretty much this payment isn't much more than what we've been paying to rent anyways. Right? Yeah. And remember how you were panicking about paying over 2000 bucks a month of rent because you never paid that before in rent. Yeah. Well, we did that just fine. Didn't we? Yeah. So what are you worried about? And I said, well, good point. I guess it's to say, but yeah, there's more at stake because what if I lose my house? Well, then we lose it. We go rent again. And so when she kind of took away all like, yeah, well, what if, what if that happens? So what, what if, so what, Once you kind of took that away, my fear started to diminish. Now, I'm not telling you that, you know, I just went away and it never came back. There were still moments I try to peek its little scarcity monster head in there. But still from that purpose, from that point of view, all of a sudden it wasn't as bad. And pretty soon it's like, that's a dirt cheap payment, right? Um, In fact, you know, even the payment we have on a newer home, we got a bigger home with a bigger yard and place we can raise chickens and gardens, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, it's got a bigger payment, but you know what? We're doing just fine. You know, and we make sure we plan for that. Things that I didn't do as well when I was in my 20s, I'm doing now in my mid-40s. And, and that's the thing. I If you understand that you're not the same person that you were whenever that failure happened in your life, that you should have hopefully learned from it and that you're a different person and that you're now stronger and more equipped to handle a situation like that, you probably won't repeat the same mistake twice. We, we hope, right? Like it's possible, but if you really did learn from it, became a part of you and you really know how to do something better as a result, you were able to do something differently as a result and think differently about it. Well, then what are you so afraid of? So just understand that. So definitely gratitude is big, being grateful for the things that you have, you know, and even being grateful for those opportunities that might be coming still. You know, if you say, I don't have that money for this yet, well, be grateful for the money that has been coming in. If you're not grateful for the little things, why would you be blessed with the bigger things? Because if you're not going to be thank you know thank God or the universe or whatever for the small stuff, why would you get anything greater? So be thankful for whatever you have right now. Know that you can have more, but don't be so hyper fixated on it that you don't have something else. This is why you don't have to compare yourself to other people. It doesn't matter. It's all about you. And let's be honest, guys. Whatever story you make up in your mind, it probably isn't true anyways. It's true in your head. It's valid for you, but. Your story, you're going to interpret whatever you have through your own filters, your own past experiences and beliefs. You're going to create a story out of it. That story may not even be truth, right? So if you have all this ability to create these kind of stories in your life, why not create something different? That leads me to that second point. Predict a better future. Many people go into scarcity because when they look into their future, especially when they're looking at the recent past, if they see something going declining or going downhill, Recently, then all of a sudden your mind will project that, that future. Say, for example, you have a savings account, and you, you're happy you got 50,000 saved up in there, then all of a sudden you have to start tapping into it. It's now down to 30,000. Well, your mind will all of a sudden start creating, oh, it was 50, now it's 30. Oh, it's shrinking. This is a bad thing, right? Um, that's kind of what happened with my client where they said, Oh, our passive income went down for a little bit because some prices changed. Okay, it went down for a little bit, but you already know it's going to go back up, right? Yeah, but it went down. Okay, it did go down. That doesn't mean it's going to go down next month (laughs) or the month after that. And you already know with some of the other investments you have, it's going to go skyrocketing up by next June or July, anyways. Yeah, I guess. Like, yeah. So stop predicting a worse future, predict a better future. Look forward to something better. Now, I get it. The hardest thing to do is when you're seeing the, the trajectory going downhill, you have to create something different. But again, your mind, your mind is an incredible thing. You will create whatever you want in your mind. So if you remember with Ray, when we had him on the show, like the guy, I mean, he has such, he gives you such a bigger perspective, right? Like to have go from homeless to where he is, you're going to naturally create an upward trajectory. Now he could have said, Hey, at least I had a home in China and now I don't in the U S he could get himself stuck and just think he's stuck there and that things only get worse. But no, he didn't. He actually was grateful for the opportunities that he had. He never had in China. And then he saw those opportunities and he took advantage of it. And he started to create an upward trajectory no matter his current circumstance. You can do the same thing. Your mind can create scenarios. Use that creativity, use that energy instead of on the negative, what could happen that hasn't even happened yet that you're afraid of. Use it to create something better and focus on that. I know that I said this in that interview. I said, whatever I can see in my mind, if I can really experience it in my mind and see it and I'm clear with it, I'll create it. Whatever I can see in my mind, if I'm clear with it, I can create it. Same is true for you. Create that clarity, journal it, write it down, write down what you want that future to look like, that vision of your life. What do you want it to look like? If you're working overtime hours right now, you want to be working part-time, write that future down, create that story. If you're going to create a story, might as well create a better one with a happy ending, not a worse ending. Okay, you know, it, Yes, there might be challenges along the way. There'll be bumps. And yes, but you're going to overcome it. Every single time, you can overcome anything thrown your way. There is nothing too hard that's being thrown at you that you cannot overcome yourself. So do that. So be grateful and use the power of that gratitude to predict a better future in your life. No matter what the current circumstances look like, you create a better future. Even when I was flat broke over a million dollars in debt, and I knew reality, and I could still acknowledge the reality and say, this is what is right now. But you know what I was grateful for? I was grateful for I could still live and survive. I could still go out and work. I didn't have money, but at least I could pay my bills in that moment. Even if I, I was behind on bills, I realized, you know what? In this very second, in this instant right now, I'm not having to pay a bill. I could pay it now. I need to pay it in 10 minutes, but I don't have to pay it right now. I'm okay. I'm abundant. I have everything that I need. All the resources I have are at my disposal right now. I have everything I need. I just need to take advantage of it and do the third thing, which is patience. Patience. Impatience is probably the number one killer of dreams. In my opinion, impatience, many people will give up too soon. Many people will try to force the results so much that they'll create the opposite effect that happens a lot, right? Uh, For example, many times I get impatient with things around the house. Uh, My wife can definitely attest to this. If I'm, if I'm feeling frustrated, you bang your knee or smash your hand or something in the process. Oh my goodness. Let's just say that there's words I say that you cannot even say. I'm, I'm not going to say on the air here, right? But I get pretty ticked. I'll throw things, you know, I'll drop that box and just get so mad and yell or whatever, right? Let's be honest. Like a lot of it, it usually comes back to me trying to force results rather than just trying to say, you know what, take it easy. You know what, that screw. Right? If I can't get that screwing done, be a little patient, keep working it. But no, I got to do it right now. It's got to happen right now for me, right? Those are the kind of things that you might be saying in your own life. You might be saying that with. Business success. You might be saying that with your financial success. You might be saying that with trying to get your, your kids straightened out or whatever it might be, right? You want everything to be done yesterday. But the truth is, guys, that sometimes the best lessons, sometimes the best wealth you can create is in the journey. It's in the journey, in the process, the things you're learning along the way. Sometimes the most exciting game to watch is not the ending, not the final seconds. Sometimes the most exciting part is in the middle. But many people get impatient. They just want to fast forward to the end just to see the end result. And the truth is, you can already do that. Predict your own future. You can already create the ending, but in between, be grateful and stop trying to force it to happen. It's like I said before, it's like watching grass grow. Sometimes the best thing to do is just step back and be patient. I've learned that the more patient I am, which is an abundant emotion, impatience is scarcity. When you're in that hustle, impatient mode, things tend to take forever and they tend to get pushed away farther out than they need to be. I've noticed that whenever I try to force results, I usually create results that happen much longer in the future, where if I'm a little bit more relaxed about it, I'm more open and I'm in a much better state of abundance and faith and gratitude. Those things come to me faster. In fact, if you ever want results come to you faster, focus on getting in this state of abundance as much as you possibly can. The more you get in the state, the better it gets. I can promise you that. So many of our clients that we, we work with, sometimes I'll have to remind them, I said, listen, stop trying to force results. Be patient. Know that anything can happen. Sometimes like you get a raise at work and things, you might just be steadily saving away, but all of a sudden a windfall of cash comes. Maybe all of a sudden something appreciates in value and you're able to get extra cash there. Or, you know, there's so many abundant opportunities that can happen that could change your life that you don't see right now. Stop sabotaging yourself by feeling like it's not enough. Anytime you get to the point of not enough, that you know you don't have enough of time not enough money, not enough opportunities, not enough love, not enough of anything in your life, you will tend to find that very thing. When you start to realize you've got more than enough and to spare and that opportunities are knocking down your door every day. In fact, there's an abundance of opportunities. You'll never have a shortage of them. And on top of that, that things unexpected, unexpected little miracles and, and blessings will happen to you. They always have for your whole entire life. Why would they stop now? Focus on the good that you have there. Be patient, predict a better future, and watch what will happen to your attitude. So I'll just end with this, guys, that I know it's hard to not be in scarcity. I know the world, whether we like it or not, they're gonna, they're gonna be feeling more scarcity. There's gonna be more of a financial pinch happening. You don't have to give in to this. You know better. If you were listening to this show or watching the show, you already know better. Choose abundance over scarcity. Doesn't mean that scarcity won't happen. When scarcity comes in, find a way to flip that script, right? You tend to flip it around to say, how can I make this more abundant? In fact, just asking that question, how can I make this more abundant versus why do we always have to fall into scarcity, right? When you say, why do I always have to fall into scarcity? Why does this always happen to me? You're going to you're in, you're in stay in scarcity a long time. You say, well, hey, what you know? what's the the good side of this? What can we do? What is the purpose of this? Maybe there's a purpose behind this happening in my life, 2008 and 2009, the only thing that really got me through to run on those fumes of faith was realizing, you know, this must be happening to me for a reason. There's got to be a purpose behind this. Whatever it is, I know that God wants it for me. And you know what? I'm going to do the best I can to learn from it. And it was hard someday, days, especially when there's collector calls coming left and right, and I feel like a, a loser. And, you know, I had a wife at that time was threatening to take the kids and move out into her sister's house to see if I could figure out my crap. You know, yeah, all those things were happening. All the time, every day, I was battling that scarcity. But at least every single morning, I could wake up and do a prayer of gratitude after my workout or whatever, and I had a win. There was a win there. I had, I was a winner at that point. I wasn't a loser like I felt like some days. I was a winner. You can choose the same thing. You can make each day, start it with a win, start it with something good that allows you to be inspired to do something more and to enjoy the moment, no matter what challenges are coming your way, just understand that there's gotta be something here for you. And I can guarantee you it's these experiences are for you to develop into a better human being with greater skills, greater capacity to do something that you weren't able to do before. In fact, who's to say that the very thing you've been praying for, the very thing you've been wanting in your life, who's to say that these challenges aren't the thing that's actually helping you develop the skills so you can finally get what you wanted in the first place? Have you ever thought of that? This might be the very thing you need to be able to do that. And you may not be able to see it at this time because you never can. You always see it hindsight looking back, right? It's always hindsight 2020. Just know that everything happens to you for a reason. You can be grateful no matter what's going on in your life. You can predict a better future. Use that power of creativity. If you're going to create stories, you might as well create it, something that's good and useful and be patient and watch how fast things will turn around for you. Guys, I hope the best for you. I know we're moving the holiday season. Man, this is a time that many people feel scarcity, you can choose abundance, joy, have joy in this time, enjoy it and watch how your life will change. I can teach you all I can teach you about strategies all day long. But if you master this, not only will those strategies work better, but you'll feel better even when the money's coming in. That is my promise to you. Go and make it a wonderful process week. See ya. visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office.